If you're listening to this, you obviously love podcasts, and you probably like music, too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are, easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integration system with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. And follow me so you never miss an episode of Before the Buzzer. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service, and it can now be your go-to for podcasts, too. Welcome back to another episode of Before the Buzzer. I'm John here. I'm doing an alone episode today because this is, well, a rare episode. Well, I wouldn't say rare, but I'm going on vacation today, and I'm not going to be back till the day before the first day of our school, so we might not have another episode for a while for you guys. We're looking at the week of September 10th. September 10th, maybe, that day, actually, would work for us. So, we might come out with an episode for you guys. We might not. We'll keep you posted on our Twitter. Make sure you go follow that at, at SportsGuyJohn or just look up Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast and you'll find it. So, I would like to go over our topics right now. So, first we're going to be going over what my our schedule is going to be because we haven't been very good with that. I told you on my Twitter and over podcast that we would be back last Thursday, but that didn't really work out. So... Next, we're going to be going over our MLB division and our wildcard predictions, who's going to make the postseason in baseball. Next, after that, we're going to be going over some NBA standings predictions in the Eastern and Western Conference. Who are the sleeper teams? Underrated? Overrated? Who's going to win it all? And lastly, we're just going to go over our donations and ways you can reach us via email, Twitter, social media, things like that. So, yeah, thanks a lot for watching this episode. I will be right back with another topic, well, with our scheduling and stuff like that that I just said. (laughs) Did you know that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast? They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Okay, welcome back, guys. So I'd also just like to add, if you noticed, I mean, maybe you didn't, maybe you did, but we have purchased microphones. Of course, I'm the only one doing this episode right now. But in the future, you'll hear much better episodes, much better audio than what we used to have. Because now we have ordered our mics, and I'm using one right now. And it's a condenser 3.5 millimeter Nasurum or something like that. I got it off Amazon, but it's really good. So let's go over our MLB standings right now. As of right now, in first place for the American League East are the Yankees. In first for the American League Central are the Twins. For the West, the AL West, we have the Astros. For the East, the NL East, excuse me, we have Atlanta. For the NL Central, we have St. Louis. Surprise, surprise. And for the NL West, we have the Dodgers. 
Now, this is kind of different because I'm sure when you think and you see the stand, when you assume standings and you're a baseball fan, you're like, oh, yeah, the Dodgers are automatically first because there's not really any more contenders there. Well, you're probably right. I mean, San Francisco is like one, they're one game under 500 right now, and Arizona is exactly 500. So Arizona's been having a decent season. I mean, decent is average, and average is 500, and they are 66 and 66, so that is 500. But they're not actually a really good team, you know that? I mean, Arizona, who would they have? Gerard Dyson, Christian Walker. Uh, see, that's a team, like, for a pennant race team, you really want some a, a well-known player. Like Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers. How about Kenley Jansen for the Dodgers? St. Louis, you got Paul Goldschmidt. For the Cubs, you've got Anthony Rizzo, Craig Kimbrell, Anthony Rizzo, and Chris Bryant, excuse me. For Atlanta, you got Ronald Acuna Jr. For this, you can't, Arizona can't contend unless they have a big name player. I mean, if your most well known player is going to be Gerard Dyson, I don't think that people are going to take you seriously as a contender or a playoff team. Now, on other teams in the pennant races, Every other team I can name, I can go through right now. Every single other team has a well-known player. Atlanta has Acuna. Washington has Rondon. Philadelphia has Harper. St. Louis has Goldie. The Cubs have Anthony Rizzo. The uh, Brewers have Christian Yelich. The Dodgers have Kershaw. Arizona. Who does Arizona have? That's what I think they need to roll with if they're going to compete with the six, 86 and 47 Dodgers. I don't think you can actually compete with that without a big-name player. Now, I really think that the Dodgers, for sure, they got it locked up. Arizona's not coming back this late into the season in September. They're not coming back 20 games against a team that is, like, about 40 games over 500. That's just crazy. You're not beating that. Now, St. Louis and the Cubs and the Brewers are all in a race. The Brewers are in third place behind five and a half games. Then the Cubs are in second behind three games, and St. Louis is in first. Now, the, the Milwaukee, they're in third place, but don't rule them out. It's not like the AL Central where the third place team is the White Sox who are at 60 and 70. No, this the, first, the third place team is 67 and 64. This is actually a talented team. I don't even know how Milwaukee is this far down. Yelich had that those back problems near the home run derby, so he couldn't perform at his peak. I understand that, but you need to pick up some slack. Mustakis got injured yesterday on the 26th. He can if if he can get healthy. If everybody on his team can be healthy. If Yelich can stop having those back problems. If Mustakis can come back good. If they can give Keston Hero regular playing time, they can be a playoff contender. They are a playoff contender. They can probably make the playoffs. They can probably win a series. They went to Game 7 against the Dodgers last year. The Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball history. They can easily make it to the postseason, but healthiness is the key. That's what happened with the Golden State Warriors in the NBA last season. They couldn't win the finals because they weren't healthy. Get healthy. Get another starting pitcher. 
they went pretty good at the deadline. They got people like Drew Pomeranz, and that's not that's not the biggest name, but they'll perform for you. But you need they need pitching. I mean, their bullpen hasn't been helping them very much of late. Corey Knebel, Jeremy Jeffress. Jeremy Jeffress is not having the season we assumed he would have. He was really good last year. He had like a one ERA. Now he's not even he's not even the best player in that bullpen, and that's not saying a lot because their bullpen's not even that good. Excuse my rants. I love my rants. I go Stephen A. Smith mode on you, but I'm only 13, so it's what it is. So in the East, it's Atlanta. The race is between Atlanta, Washington, and Philadelphia. Really, I and I don't understand. I don't understand baseball at all, because fourth place is the Mets, and they're four games over 500, and they're 11 and a half games back. That just shows how good this Atlanta team is. If you're a baseball fan and you have been for a couple of years, you understand. Atlanta was going through deep, deep struggles. I mean, they there was a time where they were the worst team in baseball. So were the Phillies. And now they're two of the best teams in the entire league. So Atlanta's just re has just come through. They were old. And now they just have like young guys like Acuna. Acuna's a stinking beast. And they have they also have guys like Donaldson. And he's been on a tear lately, absolutely. Uh Julio Tehran's pitching pretty good for him. Their bullpen pro their problem is really their bullpen though. Shane Green was acquired for them at the trade deadline. And people thought, oh, hey, this guy's been the best player, the best reliever in the American League. Maybe he can come over to the NL and do the same. Wrong. The NL is better than the AL. He is not going to be the Tiger Shane Green in Atlanta. He's going to be Shane Green from the years before. Now, this was basically Shane Green's only good year of his career, and now it's shaping up to be more of a good first half. Because now he can't even do anything. He's terrible. He's not pitching well. He lost his closer role to a t- And now old Mark Melanson, what is he, like 32? Now he's their closer. So now Shane Green, he's just, it's not going out well. I, I don't care if he has a 1.18 ERA to be there. To He has a 1.18 ERA right now. Most of that was from the Tigers. His past three games, he played the Mets, the Mets, and the Marlins. On the 24th, the 23rd, and 20th of August. He gave up. His ERA was so bad. I mean, he pitched decently. He didn't go up a run in those. Except still, do you expect this from a guy who's given up five runs? He has 22 saves. He's, his ERA on the 20th was 7.56. Today his ERA in the National League is 6.10. I don't know how you're even that bad. I mean, I told, I talked to him. A couple of uh, months ago, it was like in September maybe, he came to my baseball meet and greet. I talked to him. I He asked me what he, I asked him what he thought he was doing wrong. I talked to him. So I helped him. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So now it seems like he's, his slider effectiveness is not good at all. He's given up a lot of homers because he's hanging that pitch. His cutter's not dotting the corners like it used to. He needs to build more fastball velocity and get more break on that slider. You can, I, I mean, not enough break where you just turn your arm and get hurt. But, I mean, come on, you're, help, you're in a pennant race right now. Shane Green is on one of the best teams in baseball. Atlanta maybe has a top, they're a top five team. They probably have that, like, the third or fourth best record. And he can't be coming in here blowing games for him. That's not how you win a pennant race. I mean, Washington's catching up to him. They scored, like, like, 
50 runs in a span of three games. They were going off on people, on the Brewers, on the Cubs, I'm pretty sure, like last week. They were going off. That's a playoff team. Remember two months ago, we ruled them out. But they, they're they still there. Trey Turner, Anthony Rendon. I don't care if Sean, Little's, Sean Doolittle's not doing good. Sean Doolittle can come back, okay? His season has not been the best. But he is a good enough pitcher where in a pressure situation... If you need to go to one guy, and you can't use Max Scherzer, you can't use Steven Strasburg, you can't use Patrick Corbin. Those are three of the best pitchers in the NL. You can't use those guys. Who do you want to go to? That is their fourth, maybe their fourth or third best pitcher, Sean Doolittle. Patrick Corbin, okay, he's a beast. I understand. Max Scherzer, he's even more of a beast. He's like second in the Cy Young rating or whatever. Steven Strasburg, the man can hit. He can hit. How, do you, how many pitchers do you see that can hit? You see Bumgarner, you see Kershaw occasionally, Strasburg, that's it. Not a lot of other pitchers can hit. I mean, Otani, you can't even count him as a pitcher. He didn't even hit, he didn't pitch this year. So, I mean, if Doolittle figures it out, this team is going all the way, probably. I mean, not all the way to the World Series, but they're at least going to make a run for the wild card. As it stands right now, Washington is about, like, a couple games back of the wild card. I mean, this team is talented. They can do. They can contend for anything. Washington is current. They're the leader right now in the wild card standings. They are legit the leader. They're seventy three and fifty seven. I don't even know how that happens. You can't. You can't be seventy three and fifty seven and be in second place in a division. Once again, that's showing how good the 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 Braves. That's showing how good the Braves are. That's showing how good the Mets are for staying resilient. They're in fourth place. Who cares? They can actually still come back. They're two games out of the wild card spot. I believe. I believe in the Mets. Pete Alonso's hit 41 home runs so far. Edwin Diaz, I don't care if he's struggling. They've got a good enough bullpen. They can come back from it. He doesn't, he's not the closer anymore. Same case as Shane Green. You can put someone else in to replace him. Like Seth, Lu- Seth Lugo. He's had one of the best second halves of everybody there. I, I'm just really, I'm surprised. I mean, the Mets, they can still be in it. I'm looking at the standings right now. Three teams in the Central, three teams in the NL East are already represented in the wild card race. The Mets are two games back. The Phillies are one game back due to the late surge of Bryce Harper. Hey, don't even rule out Arizona either. San Francisco is four and a half games back. Arizona's four games back. I, they can, anything can happen. It's baseball. Bartolo Colon hit a home run. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So I'm going to take a quick break right now. Next up, I'm going to go on my NBA standings predictions. And, yeah, enjoy this quick ad. I mean, don't enjoy it. But, yeah. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of those questions is very simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with a great sponsor who who would want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. 
I love Anchor because it just really helps me boost what I want to do, which is podcast, and get my word about sports out. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And that was my one of my favorite songs by X Ambassadors. Uh, well, I don't even know the exact name, even though I was just on the YouTube video. I just call it Won't You Follow Me Into the Jungle? Because, well, isn't that what they say? <laughs> okay, so now we're going to finally, to close it off, we're going to go over our NBA standings predictions. Remember, please do not hunt me down wherever I am and tell me that I am not smart, that my standings are terrible. Because if I get them all right, you all will owe me an engraved apology. Okay, so let's get this going. Eastern Conference, first place. I got the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, uh, well, I mean, they, they well, finished in first this year. And, well, they, they, they have Giannis. So I, I don't know how you beat that. I mean, please. It, it, it's, it's the same thing as 2K. You have Giannis, you win. Period. End story. They also got Chris Middleton. They got Brooke Lopez. They got shooters. They have spacers. They lost Malcolm Brogdon. Big deal. They still have best defense. Second best, excuse me. Second best defensive uh, point guard in Eric Bledsoe. First, you can't even go wrong with Patrick Beverly. I mean, he clamps up, but when he follows out, he's useless. Okay. So, second place, I got the Sixers. Even though they lost Jimmy Butler, I still think this team can come through. I mean, they still have they still have Ben Simmons. They still have Embiid. They still have Tobias. But, but they're missing a key piece. You know who they're missing? Boban. 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 Boban is a beast. I don't even care what you tell me. And plus, you have a bunch of chemistry on your team. Jimmy Butler messed up some chemistry there. Embiid had that situation with Demir Johnson in the phone in the playoffs when they were down by a bunch. Uh, he had an alibi, I guess, but, I mean, yeah. So, third, I got the Celtics. They lost Kyrie, but they still have, if healthy, they have a pretty good Gordon Hayward. They have Jason Tatum, who's in going into his third year, I believe. Third. He's going into his third year, and he's had two good years. He, They also have Kemba, the new addition. And 
yeah, I mean, they lost Al Horford, but hey, it is what it is, am I right? Ah ha ha, cue the laughter. Oh wait, we don't have laughter. Uh, there is no cue in the laughter. <laughs> I don't even know. I, this is a terrible... <laughs> I, this is not professional. This is my first episode back. I am, I'm just having fun today. By the way, the 76ers also have Al Horford, so they're moving. I'm pretty sure they're going to play him at the power forward and put Embiid at the center and put Tobias at small forward. How do you stop that? I mean, you got Ben Simmons at point guard. Okay, he, if he can develop the jump, jump shot, okay, you can take him more seriously. They lost J.J. Redick. I'm sure they, someone else is there that they can have to fill in. They got Horford, they got Embiid, they got uh, Tobias Harris, they got a pretty good bench. I don't know how they don't get top five at least. So, the Nets I have at number four. I know, I know, Katie is out for the year. He, I don't even think he's going to come back for the postseason. I mean, I don't know why, if he's supposed to be back in the finals, why would they bring him back to the finals? He, he hasn't played with any of them for extensive periods for the entire season. He, he'll he mess up the chemistry sometimes. He'll try to go vintage KD instead of just passing the ball or being like a regular good KD like he was on the Warriors where he doesn't have to be the main leader because they also have Kyrie. And yeah, I mean, why would you bring him back in the finals if he's just going to do all that? And then if that happens, you risk injury and he's out for another season. So that's just a waste of contract. Fifth, I got the Raptors. I know they won the championship, but they lost Kawhi Leonard, so of course they're going to take a hit. They still have Kyle Lowry. They still have uh, Serge Ibaka. They still have... I think that's it, actually. They have have Marc Gasol, I'm pretty sure, still. But, yeah. Uh, The Pistons, I have at number six. Don't I'm not a bandwagon. I know they're from my home state. I I don't I know they're not probably gonna finish sixth. Except I I believe in this team. Blake Griffin can lead if he doesn't go off. Like I remember in a game in Oklahoma City against the Thunder last year, he went off and scored fifty, but we lost. What's the point of scoring fifty if we lost? Devin Booker has alibis. Devin Booker plays on the Suns, and the Suns are terrible. He has an alibi to score sixty and still lose. Blake is on a good team with Reggie Jackson. They got Andre. They got they got Reggie. They got the big three, Reggie, Andre, and Blake. Blake does not need to score 50 every night in order for them to win. They can share the ball. This is, this is not fifth grade, okay? We can share the ball, kids. Share the ball or else the teacher will throw it on the roof and say if you whoever goes and gets it can have it back. Seventh, I got the Heat with the addition of Jimmy Butler. This is really going to put them over the top. They finished ninth last year. No, they finished eighth. No, what am I saying? I can't even, I don't know my numbers. They finished in tenth last year behind the Hornets and the Pistons. So I really think Jimmy Butler is going to help them. I mean, Bam found himself, Hassan Whiteside found himself, Deion Waiters. He's injury prone, but he still found him. He can still do, he can produce. Justice Winslow might be one of the best point guards in the game. And this team is not bad, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're top five. The Pacers are at number eight. I know, I know, whenever someone does one of these ratings, they put the Pacers really low and then they finish like third or fourth like last year. But this, they really took a hit. I know they're getting Victor Oladipo back. I know they uh, they added Malcolm Brockton. 
but I just don't see that as putting this team over who else is there. I mean, they're not going to be third or fourth because the Nets are fourth, the Celtics are third, the Raptors are fifth. They're just not better than any of those teams. I don't care if you have DeMontis Sabonis, Malcolm Brogdon. You you have a healthy old depot. That's alone getting you into the play. That's getting you into the playoffs. All that just to get the eight spot, in my opinion. All that just to get the eight spot. I don't know. I don't know why someone would put them sixth or fifth, ninth. This is now out of postseason contention. I have the Hawks. Now the Hawks. I mean, they're a good team. They got Trey Young. Trey Young is very good. Except they also, like, they're just not there completely. I mean, they have Trey Young. They have a couple of other good players like Kevin Herter, who, who today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. But I just don't think that this is the team that's going to go all the way and make the postseason. They still have a couple more years. Trey Young needs to mature some more. And then you can have it. 11th, I got the Magic. No need to explain. They're not really good. They got DJ Augustine. They got Aaron Gordon. They got Nikola Vucevic. I don't think that's going to propel them to the postseason. 12th, we got the Wizards. They're just the Wizards. They're bad. Bradley Beal is still there. John Wall isn't going to play because he's not healthy. Period. End of story. 13th, we got the Hornets. They just don't have anybody good at all. They don't. They lost Kemba. They lost Batum. Uh, Jeremy Lamb. They also lost. So I don't even know who's good on the team. Cody Zeller. Frank Kaminsky, maybe. The Knicks are 14th. They're decent. R.J. Barrett's not going to propel them that much. And the Cavs are 15th because, well, they're the Cavs.